Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... The charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. All right, Justin, how's it going this week? Justin, where's... The- this is just has he bailed two weeks in a row? Oh, Maya? Wait, Maya? Who's gonna but who's gonna do all the bits? Oh god, let's start the show. I'm tired sitting around the house. I'm tired sitting around the house. Everybody wants to waste the time. Hello, everybody. Chris Gethard here. Welcome to the CGP Podcast. Chris Gethard presents. It's a public access show and a podcast. And if you listen to both or watch watch one and listen to the other, it's uh, pretty great. But you don't have to watch the show to enjoy this podcast where we have a good time and a lot of laughs. As you heard, Justin Linville, he's booked some work. He's not here. Maya Sharma could not make it today. This means I'm on my own. Old Chris Gethard is actually running the Chris Gethard Presents Podcast by himself. Who would ever think that that would happen? And let me just say while they're not here, because I would never say this to their face, those guys actually do a really great job, and I'm consistently <laughs> amused by the bits they come up with, even though I mock the bits they do actively, week to week. It's actually been really impressive and fun, and they'll have to listen to this, and if they ever bring it up to me, I will pretend I didn't say it. I have been told that we will have a Planet Party Town, which is, of course, Justin and Maya's recurring segment. I've been told that it's not prepared yet, so now I'm supposed to announce Planet Party Town and then pause. Here's Planet Party Town, everybody. Hi, Chris. Hi, boys. Hey, how's it going? We're so sorry we couldn't be in studio today. Yeah, unfortunately, Maya and I are in Taiwan recording audio exterior shots for season two of Podcast in Space. Yeah, super unfortunately. But we figured the show would feel empty without something in the middle. So here's our PPT of the week. Live from Earwolf, colon, an uncensored look at Planet Party Town, colon, the highest grossing podcast segment in the history of network podcasting, colon, as told through the mixed up files of Justin E. Linville and Maya Museum Sharma. It's Planet Party Town behind the scenes with Justin E. Linville, Maya Museum Sharma. And featuring Chris Gethardbot as Chris Gethard. The after parties for the show are always where the shit goes down. The wedding episode after party was not a great moment for me. 
Shot, 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 um, shot. Justin, put down the orange juice. I have huge news. All right, okay. So I was eating raw shrimp out of Michael Barbaro's palms when who walks up but Bill Nye. The freaking science guy? Yes, and he said he loves what we're trying to do with Planet Party Town, and he'd love to do a guest spot on the pod. Oh, wow. This will really expose us to a new audience. Maybe we'll get advertising. He said there's one caveat. He'll only do the show if our bit centers around principles found in science. All right, we'll get to work right after this shot. Shot, 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 Justin, shot. Justin, stop. So literally the day after recording our bit, we get straight to work on creating the upcoming PPT. I recently got married to my husband, Bradley, and he's sort of the scar Joe to my Pete Davidson. Bradley will often sit in on our meetings and help Justin and I punch up our jokes. Okay, so what if there are two animals, a donkey and a sheep, and they're unlikely animal friends, but we do the voices for them, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or or maybe we could go into how fast I am, because I've been really wanting to talk about that, because a lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. Or um, maybe we could, like, um, build... um, No, scratch that. Um, Maybe, 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 maybe we describe a woman's body in detail? It's, um, it's really helpful when he's there. Babe, those ideas are so good, but we really need to focus on principles found in science. Wait, wait, wait. I think there was something in that idea about women's bodies. Go on. Maybe that could be the segment for this week. A bit that takes place entirely inside the human body. An audio tour of the human body. Human's body. (laughs) I guess women body are human body too. Whoa! Okay, well, if you're going to use my idea, I think it's only fair that I be in the bit. We have a saying on Planet Party Town, which is where I'm from, bleep, which is, Ohana means family, and family means never being left behind, or forgotten. And since I'm family now, put me in the bit! Seems fair to me. Radical! Um, by the way, can someone please give me some chocolate? Uh, sure. Justin, don't give Bradley chocolate. You won't like him when he's had chocolate. Uh, okay. From the pitch room, we have our official producers meeting with Harry and Chris. These tend to be super productive, insanely supportive compliment sessions where Maya and I finalize our idea for the week. Remember, my friend, I have your address and your social security number. I can crush you physically and financially. If I'm interpreting Chris correctly, he's saying that you have to involve the guests in the bit. Right now, you're just assaulting them with what feels like contextless jibber-jabber. And the whole point of Justin's bit... Planet Party Town. Right. The whole point of Planet Party Town is to make the guests look good. And I feel like you guys miss the mark on that pretty consistently. And this idea is a perfect example of that. Bradley here. I totally agree. These Nords have no idea what they're doing. Bleep. You know, Bradley, it seems like you have a much firmer grip on the voice and mission of PPT. Why don't you take over as head writer? (laughs) As we say on Planet Party Town, which is where I'm from, you had me at hello. I never said hello. And I will make sure this bit involves the principles found in science so that Bill Nye will guest on it. Chris, does that work for you? Hey, no problem. From the producer's meeting to writing the damn thing. We usually stay up all night, all week to get our dialogue and the structure of the bit just right. Working underneath Bradley was definitely a challenge. And I don't mean sex. It was a challenge because it was difficult. So when I'm stuck in the pancreas, am I scared? Am I excited? Am I asking the guests how they feel about pancreas? I mean, I don't. I feel like I don't have a motivation here. 
Maya, it's simple. Just d d put down the new Nintendo 3DS and get your head out of your uh, hood because don't and y your piece of your note. I, I, I can't work like this. I just want to say, Maya, I hear what you're saying, and Bradley, I hear what you're saying, my man, and I think you're both saying things that are really, really valid to say. Justin! 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 Justin, get your feet out of your shoes, because it's a no-shoe house! You know what? I quit! Babe, don't leave! Well, now what are we going to do? Well, hi. I'm the cameraman, by the way. We've been filming this whole process. Why don't you just share this journey with the audience? I feel like people respond to honest work, and this is as honest as it gets. Things sometimes get fucked up, but in the end, you have to keep moving. You have to keep making art. The cameraman is right. We have to keep making art. Let's release this behind the scenes footage and show people what it really takes to make something. Even if that something never ends up getting made and Bill Nye isn't involved because the process was too difficult. Let's release this thing. Yeah, we'll call it Live from Earwolf, colon, an uncentered look at Planet Party Town, colon, the highest grossing podcast segment in the history of network podcasting, colon, as told through the mix-up files of Justin E. Linville and Maya Museum Sharma. Great. Nailed it, everybody. Good work. Um, Very proud of you and proud of us. I'm proud of us. Great. I'm proud of us. Okay, that was Planet Party Town. I don't know what it was, and we'll see if I have the time to go back and listen. We'll all find out together. In the meantime, I'm so happy to welcome my guests today. They are guys who I've admired greatly for a while. They are uh, people, we, I, I would say that we cross paths on a semi-regular basis, and we always, I would say we bust a lot of balls We'll talk about why. Meantime, though, Greg Stone, Anthony DeVito, you guys will be hosting Ooh. CGP next week with what I would say is by far the <laughs> most elaborate and probably bad idea yeah. that anyone pitched. <laughs> We're taking a big swing, baby. Then why don't do you want to explain exactly what you're up to on this one? Because because I'll, I'll say too, like um, you guys are just both super super funny dudes that I've I've been a fan of for a long time. So anything you would have pitched to me, I would have been like, yeah, all right, definitely. You guys are so funny. But this one, I was like, it made me it made me so happy because I'm like, all oh, right, this we are trying to build a platform where you can do whatever you want, <laughs> and you guys have embraced that. Yeah, you embraced that. So tell everybody what we're going for here. So uh, I guess it's like uh, kind of like a the idea came from like a 24 hour film festival. Where um, when Anthony and I filmed like this YouTube video where no one was allowed to say no to any idea that was brought to the table. Uh, also added with the fact that we love crazy people uh, and working under pressure. I guess the idea is that we just, uh, you tell us a logline for a movie and we're going to write that, write, <laughs> film, direct, <laughs> cast, yeah. maybe do a soundtrack for that movie <laughs> and then give you a DVD at the end. Yes. So within a week's time, you will see the logline or just very, very basic idea that you had come to life as best we can yeah. in that week. And you'll be shooting it in our public access TV studio, a place where notoriously <laughs> everything goes wrong yeah. at every turn. Yeah. Who cares? And we were saying before the show, and it's something that I really admire, and I feel like a lot of my best moments over my career and I, I'm have this quality to them where it's like, 
this is either going to kill and amaze everyone yeah. Yeah. or be a total disaster. An sure. absolute train wreck. There's no way it's just land. <laughs> there, nobody's going to walk away and be like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. No way. I no. can't remember. And this was years ago. I think I was just an intern at UCB. This might be going on like 10, 12 I years didn't ago. No, you interned mm-hmm. at UCB. We oh, both, we both did. did, baby. Yeah. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I remember there was a night, and I think it was maybe a Friday night. I don't know what it was, but you tried to do a chat roulette <laughs> show. <laughs> do you remember oh, that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, Wait, I, I, I was a part of it. I don't think I organized uh, it. Right. I think it was Josh Lay organized it and but Corey Cave and those guys. You were ho- you were hosting it. it yeah. It seemed like you you were involved to some yes, degree with yes, the show. Yes. Heavily. But heavily. I, I just I remember that being exactly what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> Where it was just yeah. like this great ambitious idea, and I think the tech technology part of it couldn't work. And then no tech ever yeah, was at yeah. UCB <laughs> yeah, ever yeah, ever yeah. ever. And then there was like I don't think I think you might have even said this on stage where you're like oh I didn't take into account how many just penises we would see oh, like, yeah. right <laughs> so away so many penises yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of penises but mm-hmm. yeah I, I think uh, along the lines of like that you know what I mean that's really awesome I have to say not to get sidetracked yeah get shocked to hear I don't know that really? we knew each other did we ever cross paths no. back in those UCB days no 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 we were just interns I had no idea that you guys were even involved over there totally because yeah, yeah. you guys are, are in my mind you guys have really very successfully carved out a space in the club world right in a way yeah, that I love we've always been stand-ups but like we also love doing wild crazy shit it's awesome and like yeah. loved you know like we we started with like a sketch show in New Jersey and like where was that where was uh, that? dude we started at this was like it was like over the here bar I over here bar and grill over here bar and grill where I, is that dude, it's, it's, I know everything about New Jersey I've never heard of it it's that. probably not over there anymore it yeah. probably closed down <laughs> yeah, uh, it was next yeah. to the Grasshopper 2 which was uh, <laughs> the sequel to the Grasshopper 1 uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. famed karaoke spot yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, in uh-huh. I think Wayne New Jersey Wayne yeah it was in Wayne so Wayne this... you're doing sketch shows in Wayne <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah that's how you started anyone was yeah, ready yeah. No one. Wayne, for people who aren't from New Jersey, Wayne is largely known for the Willowbrook Mall, (laughs) which is at the intersection where three major New Jersey highways meet, like Route 80, 23, and 46, Mm -hmm. just slam into each other. Yeah. And I've always felt like, and GPSs have probably changed this, but I always felt like when we were growing up, it was sort of a rite of passage that you'd get your license, go to the Willowbrook Mall, and get completely lost trying to get on the correct highway. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you're in Netcong, and you're like, what <laughs> is this? Where am I? How am I in Hohokus? Yeah, I got on Route 80. What is this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wayne, you're doing sketches in Wayne. We did sketches yeah. in Wayne. We would like write them. They were super ambitious. No one understood <laughs> what we were doing. Like, cause they were like, oh, I'll, there was like old Wayne people being like, oh, I'll come to a comedy show. And then we would do these elaborate like beach themed shows where like, uh-huh. we, like Anthony died in one episode. Then like, <laughs> yeah. we had like, we carted him out. And like some 90 year old woman is like, wait, he, he, I don't understand. They're saying he's dead. <laughs> That's very and much. Then we had like 50 <laughs> people come in with candles to do a light vigil. I, at the I end. love this. Like, <laughs> These shows, if you saw them as Spanx, you would have been like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I and we were love trying it. to do it in Wayne. People, I'm trying to remember, like, like maybe, like, the opening sketch we had of the first ever show. Uh, there was some mention, I mean, <laughs> there's just some mention of, like, 9-11 within the first sketch. Yeah. And, like, people <laughs> yeah. were like, what, what is happening? This is also 2003. It's the best. Yeah. The best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this was September 12th. So uh, this idea is sort of like a return to your roots. Yes. yes this movie yes. thing is so, like, let's man. get back to that young, hungry, let's yeah. see what happens. Yes. Yeah. That's why I like... 
doing the show because I always loved that and I've sort of grown away from it. It makes me realize too, not to like go off on too much of a tangent, but there used, I feel like there was an era back around when you guys are starting, which I started in 2000, where it was like the alt scene and the club scene were totally separate. Yeah. And then there was a stretch where I think everybody just kind of got over it and it was this really beautiful sort of like pause and production. And it's separated again the past few years. Yeah. In a way that I think is a bummer because I think a lot of the club people have much weirder ideas than anybody knows. And I think the alt comics, there's some of them that are really, really creative people. Yeah. It's a bummer to me that it separates. So I'm actually so psyched to hear that you guys came up doing insane shit at some weird bar in Dude, Wayne, New Jersey. Do you know, oh, yeah. did we ever tell you about Gus Dakota and Sun Tune? Do you know about, <laughs> no. did we ever told you this? No. <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, I gotta yeah. tell you about Uncle Gus and Sun Tune. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, man. So, as so when we first started, I started stand-up in like 2001, and I bombed really bad, and so I wasn't doing stand-up, I was just going to different karaoke joints singing karaoke to get out that itch. Yes. Uh, so then DeVito and I came up with these two characters, Gus Dakota and Suntune. <laughs> Gus was like a Vietnam War guy who carried nunchucks, uh, wore a bandana, <laughs> was like really brazen and brash. Uh, Suntune was a very miscellaneous... He was like a very like androgynous, kind of like a uh, like a wavy kind of a guy. <laughs> and is he the sidekick? He was yeah. the sidekick. He oh, had I saved love this. Gus's life in the war We had all Bali. backstory. And which, you're doing karaoke at, with so, these characters? Yeah. So it started, yeah. So he would come on and he'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, the Sultan of Swing. He, <laughs> like the guy, ladies and gentlemen, your next, your next guy is Gus Dakota. And he would walk up, take the microphone, yeah. reintroduce me <laughs> as the song started. Yeah. Yes. You know? yeah. And then I'd come out, do only Neil Diamond covers. And then he'd like throw a cape over me yeah. and we would leave. Um, we told this story to the guy in uh, the TGI Fridays in Wayne, New Jersey. I was a waiter, and I told my – I had not worked there for like a year or two, and I told my boss what we were doing, and he was like, oh, man, that I, that sounds great. And I go, you think I could work like a shift or two a month here? And he goes, yeah, of course, man. Just come in. So I come in, <laughs> full Gus Dakota, fake mustache. This is like you're Tony Clifton. It kind of yes. was. Yeah, it really wow. was. Wow. He looks at me and he goes, I guess I got Gus Dakota. And I go, you fucking dribble there, right? You got Uncle Gus. <laughs> he changed my name in the system to Gus Dakota. I waited tables as this guy. People I worked with were like, they'd see me outside of work. And they're like, Greg, you got to come back. There's this guy, Gus. He's got a fake mustache. It falls off. He yells about it. And I was like, man, that sounds crazy. Like friends Did I knew. Did you get paid? Yeah, I was waiting tables. I would oh go up to a goodness. table and they'd be like, what do you recommend? I was like, try the fucking Ruben, son of a bitch. And they'd be like, does it say Ruben on the menu? And I was like, I don't know what they serve here. And I made the best money I ever made waiting really? tables in my wow. life. Yeah. yeah. What was the other, because you would always have like a dangling cigarette in your mouth, right? Always had a cigarette in my mouth that wasn't lit. I taped it to my mouth. <laughs> 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 I was like, stupid. I, you know, uh, And then like, Anthony and I would just go to these different karaoke joints as these two guys and like, just fucking get out that, that itch is awesome. of comedy. Yeah. I also know, because my brother used to fuck around in karaoke bars in Jersey. He used to go to one in Oakland, which is a little bit of a weird town. Yeah, sure. It's kind of like out in the boonies a yeah. little bit. And he used to do a thing where he would like put in songs under different names. Yes. And he'd do like November Rain. And then he'd do Paradise. He'd pick the longest songs, Paradise by oh, the sure, Desert. Yeah, yeah. And he'd get called up as different names and just sing like nine minutes. <laughs> and he once almost got his ass kicked. People yeah. took it seriously. Oh, very serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uncle Gus would have dragged him outside. 
Really? Fucking Did people ever have a problem with Cuss or were they charmed by it? No, I don't. I think a lot of people were shocked. And then the main karaoke DJ, Larry Oki, <laughs> I think he uh, he kind of fell in love with us. Yeah. Uh, that's, what was, that's what was great about karaoke in Jersey is the guy that ran it was Larry Oki. And I specifically remember there was a guy named Vinny Oki. <laughs> it doesn't single. rhyme. Yeah, yeah. No, it's incredible, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't wait for this movie. I can't wait to see. And just to be clear, this so this podcast airs Friday. So a lot of people listening to this, if you watch the show on Wednesday, you have seen these guys. You're gonna you you were going on the show tomorrow, and basically, very frantically going like, "Tell us what the movie. <laughs> tell us what the movie we have to write is." Yeah. And it's gonna be that thrown together, and then you're just the whole week when you guys have spare time you're yes. gonna write a movie we yes. also do stand up full time and, uh, <laughs> and you're going on the road this <laughs> yeah, weekend I'm going on the road this also, weekend two notorious like I feel like one thing we have in common I feel like you guys are also notorious for like a break your back level work ethic like you don't yeah. slow it. like I'm sure you have 10 other things each to focus on <laughs> way more important than this bullshit I was, public uh, access thing this is the most no. excited I've been about yeah. a project yeah. oh, that's awesome yeah, years. this that's is awesome. way on the top of the list awesome this is how we got into it you know mm, yeah so to, to be able that. to do this again we're so excited for that that warms my heart also my only problem with stand-up is it's the only time i don't get to hang out with anthony so this right. is like a fun way to <laughs> right force, you to have to be on stage by yourself you can't be hanging out with anthony for those 12 minutes <laughs> yeah. of the day yeah. yes yes I'm like oh man he's forced to talk to me all day <laughs> no but i do like i i will say knowing that you guys we're going to talk about this but you guys do have such a close friendship and it's i i don't think i've gotten to see you do much actually together so yeah. i'm actually super excited now let's talk about this because anyone listening to this can hear that the three of us have a good time talking to each other it came up that you guys are jersey guys mm. i feel like it, from my memory and maybe we had crossed paths before this the first conversation i remember greg you you and i were at stand-up new york together mm -hmm. and i if i remember right you just came up to me and you went Hey man, I grew up in Bloomfield. I know, I know Jamie Miller, yeah. and I was like, "Well, we're friends now. We're just friends." Yeah. Jamie Miller, one of the greatest guys I grew up yeah. with, sweet guy. And it turned out there was this whole clique of kids from West Orange who had a backyard wrestling league. I don't know if you knew that about them, but Jamie and Eddie and Matt Bowman and all those guys. Oh, I didn't know their league. I knew they, my league. They were, oh, of course, <laughs> Sorry, you yeah. had a backyard <laughs> But they were like the other nerdy wrestling kids in town. And as soon as you said you're friends with that crew, and I feel like every time. I've done a show with you guys since. I will try to make fun of Bloomfield. But Bloomfield and West Orange, where I grew up, two towns apart. And I've always felt a real kinship with you guys because I feel like there is a very similar shared attitude about a lot of things. Yeah. About yeah. like not fucking around, getting out there and doing the work, but also sort of like quietly wanting to maybe like disrupt the system a little bit. Yeah, like having yeah. a little bit of a chip on the shoulder about like, why do things work the way they do? I want to fuck that up to prove it some stuff. Like having this feeling, I want to talk about New Jersey a lot today because I feel like there are a lot of comedians from New Jersey and they inhabit all different corners of the world. But I sort of wind up, there are a lot of people who I have not known were from New Jersey and when I've, and I've really liked them and then I find out and I'm like, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you guys, what is it about where we grew up? Because we grew up two towns apart and we've often joked that I feel like two towns that actually have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. where they have mm -hmm. good parts and rough parts. My dad, I don't know if I've ever told you this, guys. Bloomfield is a town that right now there's a lot of like New York people moving there. Mm -hmm. For some reason, right. Essex County. 
And I told my dad that, and he was like, you can't move to Bloomfield. <laughs> Bloomfield's rough, man. Yeah. But I feel like people say that about the exact neighborhood I grew up in, West Orange, where people are like, oh, that's the shitty part of West Orange. Every town has like nice parts and yeah. shitty parts and this weird sense of toughness. I want to get a sense of your guys' experience and why it leads to what I would say are like a lot of good nose-to-the-grindstone comedians. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think definitely like, well, you and I have a very, you know, I both kind of came up in that, the, the New Jersey punk scene. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of that. There's no way we weren't at the same shows together oh, at had some to point. Oh, like, had to have been. You know, like fucking Bouncing Souls or Big Wig or any of that Weston, shit. Weston, all those oh, yeah. Humble Beginnings. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. A um, million. So I don't know, like, we're also from like two different, it's like crazy because he's from the north end of town and, you know, yeah, very well off. Lots of marble. <laughs> lots of, <laughs> lock, yeah. lots of accurate. Everything just, is gilded. For anybody who said it, <laughs> Bloomfield is a very healthy middle class town, but yes. the nice part of Bloomfield is not like fucking Beverly Hills. No, not at any all. Stretch. In, in my opinion, he's, it was. He's describing <laughs> right. anyone who had an above ground pool. <laughs> right. That's all above ground pools yeah. are marked. Yeah. And West Orange is, if you live down the hill, you might have an above ground pool. If you live up the hill, you have an in ground pool. Fuck those kids. Right. Like, yeah. That's how West yeah. Orange yeah. works. Yeah, so the South End, you know, we were like, we were fighting to survive out there. You're near you the border in North Town. There. I was a block away from Newark and East Orange. <laughs> and Belleville's and down Belleville, there. And Belleville. Uh, we'll describe his childhood like it was Kosovo. <laughs> <laughs> we were to survive. You know, we, we lived we lived in uh, tree houses. <laughs> uh huh. You slept with your AK-47. No, and uh, Bananas as currency. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, so it was weird. Like, a block over, like, there was just, like, a ton of heroin, you know? And then we'd go to Anthony's house, and, you know, like, everyone had other seats. And uh, <laughs> it was very nice. They had individual wrapped Snapples. I was like, whoa, I thought only stores had these. And he was like, not in our house. Not in the North End. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I don't know though. I, I don't. I don't know why. I guess because uh, I know a lot of people from Bloomfield who are shitty and are definitely same the fucking from where I'm same. From. Well, I think that has a lot to do with it because I think the norm where we all grew up was super tough. So if you were anything opposed to that, like you were in your head and you're mm -hmm. a target, and you're yes. a target. But you also you knew that you couldn't just wilt in front of them. You did have to answer back, but you had yes. to be smart about it. Yes. So I think that creates a good comedic mind. Because, yeah. like, you have to be sharp enough to beat this bully with your brain so it's still smart enough for, like, you to laugh, but then also, like, broad enough for it to get across to him and be affected by and, it. And a circle of eighth graders who are ready <laughs> yeah. to watch the yeah. ass beating yeah. go down. Yeah. They yeah. all have to laugh to disarm yeah. the bully. I think there's truth to it. And yeah. here's one thing I'll say, and this is a weird, tender thing to say, but one of the things I've always loved about your guys' friendship is I know enough about where we grew up to know, like— Oh, you two each found the other creative kids. Yes, yes. And that's a huge thing where we grew up. A hundred percent. Like I was friends with all the punk kids largely. Yeah. Cause they were also creative and you gotta link up and help each other survive. <laughs> the day we found each other yeah. was like we clicked. It was like we were senior year. Like I have known him and I knew he was funny. Yeah. Literally in the words of Anthony, I was like, man, we should hang out. And he goes, We're not ready yet. And he waited a year to be my friend. <laughs> what? Yeah, I had things he wasn't ready. Well, I yeah, it's kinda like when you meet the one and you're like, but it's just the timing is not there. Yeah, I want to fuck a bunch of other people first. <laughs> you understood. I gotta go sow my wild oats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because 
we met because Greg was always uh, I'm more reserved, and especially in high school, Greg was super outgoing. Uh, he, the, Good you know, looking. The man, uh-huh. 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 those are your words. The, uh-huh. the man won a lot of superlatives, so he was well known as uh, like very very funny. And I I think I was known within just my group of friends as funny. So then when I met Greg, I was the same. I was just like, oh, this guy gets it on the level that I get it. Let right. me let so me pause huge. you. So like I remember hearing words because like my group of friends were also his group of friends, but there was two different like crews. Yes. Right. I was but always, they were like, yeah, he's yes. like the West Coast Avengers. And uh-huh. I was the regular Avengers. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, he's US agent. You're yeah. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And so my other friend was like, oh man, you hear what DeVito and and fucking Darren and all those guys are doing. And I was like, what's going on? And they were like, oh, they're driving their cars around Brookside park with signs that say sex patrol and they're just high beaming people who are making out and i was like man i gotta get over there like i gotta get over there and see yeah. get in this crew because you guys were doing wild shit yeah and then do you remember when we first fucking we got together and we we did pranks at the mall yes at the mall Absolutely. at the willowbrook uh i, Garden used, State Garden State I used to dress up in aviator sunglasses <laughs> and walk around the, the arcade uh was it funding electric circuit oh my god no, yeah, willowbrook funding games yes Yes, I know exactly. I used what you're to go in there about. and I made Funny a games. shirt that said uh, Willowbrook. What was it Willowbrook Action Patrol? And I was supposed <laughs> to be like, okay, if anybody gets out of line or needs help tonight, call on me. I used to fuck around at the mall too. So, what did you guys do at the mall? Uh, so, we got dressed up as employees at Macy's and then walked in the Macy's. Anthony just jumped behind a register and went, I could take the next, I could just take the next guest. <laughs> we, were, we were telling people they could go on break. And then, you know, so many people work in those places that they would be like, oh, okay, cool. And they yeah. would just hit the break They're, room. Oh, this 17 year old boy says I can leave. Yeah. Any excuse to walk yeah. out the door. Dude, we said we were from corporate and then rearranged the comforter wall. Yeah. Just yeah. did real work, but it wasn't good work. It is. I, I do feel like that's a thing with a lot of the kids where we grew up, where it's almost, it's almost like improv everywhere. If improv yeah. everywhere was all sorts of kids who were super aggressive assholes who had gotten bullied and hadn't gotten it out of their systems <laughs> right. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a lot of New Jersey humor, man. Like, yes. We I, never did anything to hurt anyone. It was always like funny to us. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like, I'm not going to walk up and pull your pants down and grab your balls. Like, yes. Great fucking, uh, but that's what I mean about like sort of wanting to break the system. Yeah, yes. like, I have no qualms with disrupting the f- workflow of an entire Macy's just yes. to see if I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. to see if I can. We had a Caldor in West Orange on Prospect Ave. Uh-huh. And it was a known, our friends, we'd show up and we'd all scatter and it would be who can find those phones and say the craziest shit to go yeah. out over the broadcast <laughs> system. Right, right, yeah. right. Just constant. My brother had the best one. This was actually, we worked, we all worked, me and my brother and a bunch of our friends all worked at the same A&P when I was in college in South Plainfield. And uh, my brother went on. We all used to do, I used to go on and be like, Decepticon attack, aisle three, and then pick it up again and be like, Autobots to aisle three, please. And, but my brother had one where he goes, uh, can I get a price check on a child's smile? Oh, I'm sorry. That's priceless. And the manager gathered up all of our crew and was like, I know it's you fucking guys. And if one more of those happens, you're all fucking fired. Like he broke the manager's mind, but that's fun. That's so fun. That's so fun when you grow up in New Jersey. Like, let's see if we can get this like hardworking, middle-aged 
supermarket manager who's just trying to feed his kids (laughs) to mentally break for our amusement. Like we never thought that there was anything wrong with that. Yeah. It's like he's a suit. He's a corporate suit. That's fine. Yeah. It's nothing against him. It's fucking what he represents. Yeah. Yeah. He could also just laugh. He could laugh and just come. And you know, hang around. He probably grew up doing the same shit. Yeah. Totally. That's probably how he knew right away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's the how do you guys feel, especially where we grew up? Because West Orange is on a mountain. Mm-hmm. And when I, where I lived, if I walked and took a right out of my front door and walked up the hill, I could turn around and see the New York City skyline. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that made it so annoying to be a creative kid in the 80s and 90s right. who was not around no other creative people. And like, none. When I say there was no one in my family or my neighborhood, they were all fucking firemen and cops and plumbers and like, I don't know if this was like this in Bloomfield, like there were kids where if their dads took the bus into the city to work, we'd make fun of them. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, your dad works in the city. And that yeah. made them like weak and soft. So the idea that you could like see New York City from where I grew up and it was like, oh, if I could just get there yeah, and right. I can see it. I almost feel like it makes people where we're from fight even harder than someone who like moves here from Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Because they had to decide to do this beforehand and they didn't have to look at it every day and not be able to get to it, you know? So that's a big problem I had with a lot of stand-ups in New Jersey. I think there's like a lot of amazing stand-ups, but where I came up, you were so close to the city that if you weren't going into the city, it was like the worst stand-ups are 45 minutes out of the city because if you're good enough or care enough- you'll such go. a harsh but true thing to it's say it does sound fucked up but it's like dude no, you're right so outside true. of rome and you're not going into rome like yeah. you, you have to but a lot of my a lot, i know a lot of guys who made the jump and they came or they go in every night or they do that right but then there's guys who are like 35 minutes away and they're like i could do 45 anywhere and it's like no you're just talking for 45 minutes right yeah. you're not competing the tragic ones though are the ones who we know in our hearts are good enough yeah. and they have oh, the sure. mental block where they don't those are the ones where you're like just just pay the toll. Just pay, Just the, pay the toll, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. Both in the sense of actually paying the toll and like paying your dues. Like, yeah. go do it. And I, yeah, I think it's hard for people if you're not from Jersey to understand, but the like pervasive attitude, especially it's... around where we grew up, was like, <laughs> we do not need the city. Yes. And no, we, yes. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck the We're city. We're better than New yeah. York. And it's in insane. a weird way, I'll yeah. also say this though, to the point where I look back on it and realize there was almost something about like, oh, you want to be successful? Fuck you. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a real attitude of yeah, like, yeah. if you're not yeah. fucking drinking Dude. in the town bar, yes. or you're not fucking doing pills, yes. why do you think you're fucking better than everybody? Like yeah. a real pervasive yes, thing. Man. Where if you're going to break out from where we grew up, you need to go as hard and fast as you possibly can. Yeah, it, yeah. very much like jail. Where you a little just, like, bit. Beat up the toughest guy <laughs> yeah. the first day to get respect. I mean, it was it's such a crazy concept because it's like I mean, you're talking about you live in like North Bergen. People fly from the Netherlands to go to New York City, <laughs> yes. and, and like they, it's got something if they're yes. doing that. Yeah. Yes. and you're not, and you're making it a point not to go there. It would and drive me insane. And cynical, bitter, fuck those people. Yeah. You can't trust those people. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. dirty. It's dangerous. And anybody who wants to go there is pretentious. Yeah, like, that yeah. was our attitude. Yep. That's what I'm exactly what I mean of like, oh, your dad works in the city. Okay. I you <laughs> yeah. cotton soft failure. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that was like yeah, how we grew up. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. We're taking calls today. 
on a, I just said to anyone out there, if you have questions, comments, or concerns about New Jersey, I have the best crew <laughs> of people assembled. Before we do that, I just want to say, there's people who come to mind who I think in the same way that I, I'd like to think I fit the, although I'm a little bit more of a weirdo, I think historically, but as far as just like hardworking people, I've always thought of you guys that way. There's so many people. I mean, like, first of all, you got John Stewart, you got guys like Jim Norton, that whole wing. But then totally. even the people working today, like I see how hard Corinne Fisher hustles. Yeah. Janelle James is from Jersey. Liz Mealy, like people who just work, work, work. I just want to make sure I say the names of some of the other hardworking Jersey-born comics out there. Alexis Guerreros, Dina Hashem, like yeah. all people who I feel like you put them on a show and the show is going to be better for it. Yeah, and they Chaplin. work. Yeah. Flanagan. Flan I yeah, only do absolutely. last names in New Jersey. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. But it, it is going yeah. back to that. It's like that salt of the earth, like that blue collar mentality. It's so ingrained in us because of that, that I think even when we pursue a career in the arts or anything of that sort, like you bring that workmanlike quality to it. You have to. If you're going to be an artist, you have to. Because if you fail, you're going to feel stuck and you're going to get made fun of. <laughs> yeah, it's just that really voice bad. in my head. Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah, I remember when my, uh, my uncle was like one of those guys, like construction worker or whatever it was. And like, I remember him. And I, might, I might have been like six or seven years into comedy, you know, maybe been on TV like once or whatever. And I remember him asking me at Thanksgiving and going, are you still doing comedy? Yeah. And it was like, oh, That's I see what it. this is. I see what you're trying to do. That's yeah. the like, attitude. Yeah. That's the attitude. The guy, oh, I hate this guy at a comic book shop in Jersey. I came back once and he was like... Uh, Still doing that little comedy thing, oh. and I snapped, <laughs> and I went. Oh. I made more than you last year than you ever made in your life. You said that? Yeah. Truth is, I made eight grand. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care. I looked at him right in the Which, face. Yeah. I bought the most expensive thing oh, in the right, store. Yeah. I'll say that my wife return it <laughs> on paper. That's even more of an insult. <laughs> 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 you're, you're like you made two grand, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I love it. Now I want to. There's a thing I recently did. I haven't released it yet. And I genuinely want your guys' opinions on it. I I recently, just a couple months ago, I went to Asbury Park. I recorded an album. It's all New Jersey material. Um, a lot of it is stuff. I, there were only three jokes out of the, it's like 40 minutes long. Three jokes were ones I was able to practice because they're so insular to New Jersey. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. I want to play one of the tracks. This is a world debut from my upcoming album, Taylor Ham, Egg and Cheese. <laughs> and uh, it's first, and every, I posted about it on Instagram. And everybody was like, it's pork roll. Fuck you. No, it's, no, not. it's not. It's Taylor Ham. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it's it. turkey bacon, ham and cheese. <laughs> I will yeah. give you it's, my address to fight. Yeah, yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I want to play one of the tracks that's to me one of the ones that I'm scared I would say the majority of this album will make no sense to people <laughs> from Jersey. So I'm just going to debut one now so you guys can hear it. I just want to hear your basic opinion. Is this a good idea or a bad idea to put my name on an album with jokes such as this? I'm now going to ask a question that's plagued me for my whole life. This is something I've wondered about and I've never known the answer to. And it messes with me messes with me on quiet lonely nights gets in my head freaks me out and i want to be clear i've been to every corner of this state i love this place i've explored i've been deep into the pine barrens i've hiked out to the blue hole i've been to the furthest reaches of sussex county <laughs> that's for the mountain folk that's not for me I've gone there. I used to work at a magazine called Weird New Jersey where I crisscrossed this goddamn state. 
North, south, east, west, I've seen all of it, okay? From the Holland Tunnel all the way out to Phillipsburg, all right? Like every corner of this state. And I challenge any of you, can anyone tell me what's going on in Bayonne? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on in Bayonne? (laughs) Stuff goes into Bayonne, but nothing comes out of Bayonne. You guys ever notice this? And people from Bayonne are the most tight-lipped motherfuckers in this whole state. You get people from anyways, North and South Church, you get people from all different corners of this state together. We're a bunch of shit talkers. We try to outdo each other. We tell stories. It's a big pissing contest. It's part of the fun of hanging out with other Jersey people. And Bayonne people just sit there with a little quiet smirk on their face and they don't say shit. It's a weird thing, and I want to get to the bottom of what's happening in Bayonne. Every once in a while, you're in Jersey City looking for the highway, and you realize you're in Bayonne, not because you see a sign, but because you feel weird in your stomach. (laughs) You know you're someplace that you are not welcome. You can feel it. You can feel it. I might argue that Trenton is the brain of New Jersey, and Nork is the beating heart, and Patterson is the guts. And Camden is the bowels. (laughs) And Bayonne is the appendix. (laughs) What is that for? What does it do? No one's quite sure. Scientists have tried to explain, but they can't quite get to the bottom of it. Now, I haven't put out an album in three years, and I'm going with this. (laughs) Good idea or bad idea? I think you need to do more specific. (laughs) I think you need to start doing just West Orange. A whole West Orange Orange album. album. (laughs) And then just this podcast room. (laughs) I think you could have mentioned streets. Yeah. I think you could have mentioned businesses. I mean, I'm putting out an album where I literally get a laugh for saying Sussex County's for Mountain (laughs) Folk. Like, that's so great. It's bad. It's a bad call. I don't know. I think it's a great call. And I think a weird thing might happen that I don't think you can predict right now. You might get a lot of like real Jersey people <laughs> become fans of you. Like yeah. those same bullies that you were talking about. There's, it's yeah. It's yeah. A, I already have some I already have some cred. Like when I go and do shows in Jersey, I do sell a lot of I'm like the hometown I guy. Would imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a really nice feeling. But this is, I think, a blatant effort for me to try to like get yeah. in the same breath as Springsteen, Bonchill. like I'm gunning for. Oh yeah, man. I'm gunning for. I think you'll be doing a week every summer at uh, MetLife Stadium, but <laughs> just the, <like> Springsteen, <laughs> the 17 person backing band. But honestly, you guys were laughing at the references, which is kind. I saw you chuckling. Some harder than others. Understandable. <laughs> People from anywhere else in the world are going to listen to that and be like, why the fuck did he put this out? And that's what I think you need to do. I think yeah, you need to make so. it unavailable to people in New Jersey <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and we, make it only available to people outside of New Jersey. Oh, you say Because yeah. yes. we were going to, yeah. when we, we might put out the that's vinyl really version, we're going to put it out online first. Uh-huh. When we make the vinyl, we were going to only sell it to people who order it from New Jersey zip codes. <laughs> yeah. Sell it only in titillations. But that's where my career is at. I'm like, here's yeah. a funny idea. Cut off 49 of the 50 states as potential buyers. Yeah, but I think that's great. You know what I mean? If you're at that point, like you're saying, where you could do something like that, I think that's great. I don't know if I can. That's the point. (laughs) I have a son. I have a son. Yeah. I have have a mortgage. (laughs) Yeah, but Jersey alone, you know, it being the most densely Densely populated. I think Jersey's going to get my back on this (laughs) one. I think so. And I think you... 
First of all, with Bayonne, I think Bayonne is referenced enough in songs yeah. and so many things. That Do people I, know George R.R. R. Martin's from there? Yeah. You, I growing think, up there, I, though, am I wrong? I think Bayonne. Yes. Have you guys ever been through Bayonne? Yeah, I've been through Bayonne. There's no reason to go to Bayonne. <laughs> I had to pick up an x-ray tech who I worked with. <laughs> That's the type of shit. Right. You dip into Bayonne, pick up an x-ray tech, and you go. Yeah. You get out. Like, that's Bayonne. Yeah, his car was stolen. He needed a ride. Yeah. You never hung out there. I was about to say, you can't. You have to unpack that a little bit. Then just, I have to pick up an x-ray tech at Bayonne. Oh, that's the most Jersey. That's where, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Other people are like, what? Okay. We got questions. We got seven callers on the line. People who have questions, comments, concerns. We may need to answer genuine questions. We may need to defend our often uh, shat upon home sure. state. Let's go to line one. We got George. George, welcome to the show. Do you have any questions, comments, or concerns about New Jersey? I live there, so not really. <laughs> so <sad>. Okay. <laughs> Where do you live, George? I'm from uh, Bergen County. Bergen Ooh. County. Okay. Okay. I, went the, I went to the university. I was, at, I was at your. Sh- I was at your. Sh- uh, okay. Yeah. I was. I was actually at the the show you were talking about. At the taping yeah. at Asbury Park. Co- correct. Yeah. And you made fun of Wyckoff for because we're a bunch of uh, rich. Yeah. I did. I think you guys uh-huh. maybe had the same reaction where I I was doing crowd work asking people where they're from. Someone said Wyckoff, and I said everyone in this room is mad at you because you grew up with money. Bergen <laughs> <laughs> County. Yes, and everyone stared at me. And it was. Oh, know, that was you were the guy who said Wyckoff. Yeah, that was me. I remember that so well. The girl sitting behind you started just silently staring at the back of your head and shaking her head no. She did not like that <laughs> yeah, you were from Wyckoff. I'm sorry I put you on the spot like mm-hmm, that, George. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I hope I hope that makes the album. Yeah, oh, it's in there. I already <laughs> have the edit. You're in there. You made it. Oh, sweet. And George, you have sweet, a very classic sweet. Jersey accent. People think there's one Jersey accent where you say Joyzy. No one says that. They just sound like you. No. Can you say? Oh, exactly. So like... Here's my favorite thing. What do you call a baby cat, George? Uh, a kitten. What is the capital of our state, George? Brenton. If you guys notice, we do not put T's in the middle of our words. Oh, That's right. the real it's Jersey Trenton. accent. Yeah, Trenton? Kitten, Trenton. Kitten. There's no Trenton. T. Other kitten. people would say Trenton. Trenton. Kitten. Trenton, yeah. Yeah. Kitten. They would. If it's not gloves, they would call them mittens. We Banana. say mitten. <laughs> We don't put T's in the middle of our words, George, and you've exposed this to the world. You said Greg said banana. When you don't say glove, I say banana. It's like an old novelty song. George, anything else? Any messages you want the world to know about New Jersey? I mean, you know, I mean, it's the best state in the union, so that's all I'm going to say about that. I like it. And George, being from Bergen County, I assume you call it Taylor Ham. Oh, of course it is. I get very angry about it. <laughs> yeah. We do. We all yeah, get very mm-hmm. pissed off about the Taylor Ham pork roll issue. George, thank you so much for the call and for representing our state. Yeah, of course. Online two. man. Thanks, dude. Thanks for calling. Online two, also from New Jersey, we have Mosh. Is it Mosh or Mosha? It's uh, Mosha. Nice to talk to you. You're also from New Jersey. Where are you from? I'm from Inglewood. Yeah, okay. Englewood, okay. That's where I was born. Really? Englewood Hospital. That's up near okay. the George Washington Bridge, right? I don't know. I was too young to remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I'm the bridge. laughs> Am I right on that, Moshe? Uh, yeah, it's right near the bridge, uh, like Port, near Fort Lee, that area. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I know you're from here. I will just put it out there. Any questions, comments, concerns about New Jersey to start? I, have, I guess it's a question and also a complaint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, every time I go on a... If that's okay. I don't know. Yeah. Every time I go on a date with somebody in the city, they're like, they treat it like it's like fucking Mars. Like I live 20 minutes from, uh, from the city and they treat it like I'm from Mars. I'm like, 
just doesn't work. Now, Anthony DeVito, <laughs> so, I watched you close your eyes it. and let out yeah, a sigh just, and a nod it, of agreement it on this. It bothers me so much. I, I just think Jersey, I just think it's such an easy move to shit on Jersey. So people yeah. grab it. They just do it right away. And it's such a it's such a beautiful state with so much to offer. It bothers me so much. How, yeah. how long were you guys doing the commute before you moved to the city? Like a year? He was doing. I, I was, doing was like here, six, but, but yeah. he because well, our first apartment was in Sunnyside in Queens, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, he was still working at a hospital in Wayne oh, at so that you time. You were commuting back. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 He committed hard. Moshe, I'm with you. I remember those days when I was coming to the city a lot for comedy, and I tried to talk to girls, and it was just an immediate deal breaker that I lived in New Jersey. Deal breaker instantly. My mom never came to visit, has still never come to visit me in the city. Really? I'm like, Ma, just come. And she's like, you're all the way in the city. I'm like, you're 45 minutes away with traffic. Yeah. But it just, it scares people. It's like a wall. Well, I've been doing, I mean, you guys know, I've been doing comedy in New York City for 20 years now. It just hit me. Like, it's half my life, which it's crazy to me. Right. My mother's come to see me, I think, four times. And every time she does, she holds her purse to her chest. Because <laughs> I think our parents' generation, they still yeah. think the Bronx is yeah. on fire. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. They still think it's like... Uh, They're all pre-Giuliani. Yeah, they think Times Square is still like <laughs> yeah, how it's depicted yeah. in big. Yeah, yeah, yeah You know? Exactly. It's crazy. So, Moshe, how do you get past this? I mean, I try to like start talking about Bruce Springsteen. Uh-huh. You go with the cool like, reference. Yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, have you ever heard of Chris Gethard? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, who's Chris Gethard? That's or fair. That's <laughs> fair. Well done. Good burn. That's Sick like, burn. Yeah. Now, some um, in no, New Jersey... Actually, she... Oh, go for it. What were you going to say? No, she she did hear about Beautiful Anonymous, the last oh. person, but she also didn't respond to my text afterward. Oh, great. Good. So I, I was a turnoff when I was done. <laughs> now, Moshe, some people from New Jersey, I would think a lot of people who live in Jersey might hear what you're saying and go... Why do you want to be dating girls from the city anyway? How do you respond to this? Uh, there's just more more people there than here that are my age, honestly. But yeah, I have nothing against Jersey. I've dated, I've tried to date people from Jersey, and I'm, I'm not. I don't have any loyalty either way. I grew up in like New York, like oh, upstate you, New York. Oh, you did. Okay. Recently, so All like, right. So you're stepping between yeah, I went the to two high worlds. School in Teaneck, yes. so, yeah, I'm kind of in between the. Yeah. It's like a daywalker. Yeah. The trick is if you could get a chick yeah, something like that. If you could get a chick in New York and you live in Jersey, then you have a place to crash. You have a place to crash. Yeah. You know, I hate to put it move. so callous. That shows how it's fucking sickly in New Jersey. We both, I knew what you were gonna say three words in. I'm like, right. Oh uh, yeah, we'll use somebody. I got a lawn, I got a pool, I got a lot of space, and I'm crashing in your three thousand yeah. dollar a month apartment. I got a car, I can show you the great falls, I can show you some cool shit. Please let me stay here. Yeah. Please uh, let me be here with your other seven roommates. Yeah. Moshe, thank you for the call. By three, we've got Matthew from Albuquerque. Matthew, your questions, comments, concerns about New Jersey. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I live in Albuquerque and everybody here kind of is, uh, they love Breaking Bad. And it's kind of like a cottage industry here. Yes. I wonder if the same thing happened in uh, New Jersey with the Sopranos. 100% absolutely. There was so much pride in the Sopranos. And I wonder if you guys had the same experience. When I watched The Sopranos, there was a big part of me that almost wondered if other people were enjoying it as much because there were so many right. references to Essex County. Yeah. Like the the final episode, if you haven't watched the final episode, you're going to want to pause this part, skip 30 seconds ahead. Spoiler. <laughs> 
the ice cream parlor where the whole show ends is in Bloomfield Holstein, where Anthony yep. and Greg are Holstein's like that's Holstein's Holstein's like, yeah. everybody after your you know if you were in Bloomfield for any reason for like a baseball game or soccer you went to Holstein and I imagine you guys were there all the time yeah. as kids yeah he's a weird fun fact about, with, uh, with Sopranos I'm a New Jersey Italian kid my family didn't let us watch mob movies right because my mom Same. thought we were gonna get pulled over into the fucking my dad was like we don't want uh the you know kid with uh asthma and uh nearsighted double vision to become a hitman right so like i wasn't really around i didn't see the godfather till like three years ago that is a thing. right there there is yeah. I, I i think there is a lot of the italian american community is a little tired of all the mafia stuff i think <laughs> and get yeah. to it. well i think also in some families they know who's in the family so right, uh, for you, right. it's a phone yes. call away. Yes. You know what I right. mean? That's not like a far off possibility right. for your life. It, uh, well, it's very real where we're from. It's very, yeah. very real. And just the references, like one of my favorite, have you been able to go back and watch The Sopranos or no? It's not he, your thing. I had never watched it for the same reason that Greg was saying. I had yeah. never watched it up until like six months ago. It's pretty when good. My, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. The There's a reason why it's like one of the best shows of all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my girlfriend loves it. We're watching it together. And when they mentioned like Nutley, like Bloomfield yeah. Ave. Yeah. I, I mean, I go crazy. Of course. Me too. Just go I mean, crazy. There, Christopher Maltesanti lives in West Orange in the fictional world of the show. Right. And there is a scene where, I forget who it is, someone walks into a room and Paulie Walnuts goes, oh, what happened? They left your cage open at the Turtleback Zoo? <laughs> yes. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my God. I'm telling you, every kid in Essex yeah. County went yes. to at least three birthday parties at the Turtleback Zoo. Yeah. So Matthew, we have a lot of pride in it. And the mafia thing's really real. There was a bar in my town called Quigley's that had been there for decades. And then one day the sign went up and it said, the sign came down, a new sign went up, it said Paulie's and they served pizza all of a sudden. <laughs> and everybody just knew like, okay, like Quigley must have had a gambling problem. Right, and yeah. Now the mob owns. And that was not weird as a kid to yeah. just see a business become Italian overnight. <laughs> Can I tell you a crazy thing? Yeah. I had this, uh, so my dad's living in the Bronx. I had this crazy uncle shows up in the middle of the night. Never met this guy before. I walk outside. I see my dad talking with this guy, and he was like, eh, he goes, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to change his name a little bit. because uh, I'm like, what's going on? Hey, dad. You know, I'm little. And he, he, he goes, this is your Uncle Louie. Uh, and I was like, hi, Uncle Louie. And he had a scar on his neck from his ear <laughs> to his throat. And, I, and this is the only memory I have of this guy. I went, uh, hey, Uncle Louie, how did you get the scar? And he goes, I got bit by a dolphin. <laughs> and then I was like, what the fuck? Like I was seven? I didn't know. Like, a bit by a dolphin? With a knife? <laughs> never, he never left. Again. Never saw him again. Turns out him and his father disappeared. Wow. But my dad was always good about like keeping them away from us. And, and was like, he, he an Uncle Louis, up. like, quote-unquote uncle, or was he a member of your family? No, he was a real member of the family who had, my dad kept in no touch with any of these yeah. people, and he showed up one night in the middle of the night asking something of my father that to this day I still have no idea what it was. So you can see, Matthew from Albuquerque, that yes, Sopranos is singing. <laughs> and I'm glad to hear you have an equivalent thing about Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's a crazy thing where the, there's tour buses, you know, tour Winnebago's going around, the guy that owns the Walter White House sits outside and flips people off. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for the call. Yeah. A lot of truth to the Soprano Pride, especially in Essex County. Fun fact with Albuquerque, I wanted to say this about the about the, about the Bayonne thing. Uh -huh. I I feel that people outside of New Jersey look at Bayonne as 
we do Albuquerque. Like that's the that's the joke, you know, the joke city. Oh. Like, hey, I'm three guys from Bayonne. You know, oh, yeah. Go so right in my, Albuquerque. So my joke might have been a little hacky to go after Bayonne. Maybe no, a little I, hack. It's I think fair. people will know it. I think people. No, that's will what know I was saying. I actually think people would know it outside of yes, New Jersey just because from it's that a reference. reference. Yeah. Just the reference. But yes. I think the idea of there's no real reason to hang out there. And I do think every kid I've ever met from Bayonne is like a little quiet and kind of has a screw <laughs> yeah. loose. Yeah. Always, always, always. We got Michael from Denver on the line. Michael, any questions, comments, or concerns Hello? about New Jersey? Yes, you're on the line. Oh, word. Oh, before I ask my question, I just want to say, Chris, I mean, you're sober and you're in my meds, and that's because of you, so thank you. Oh, that's right, awesome. my question now. Are you feeling better? I'm glad you're doing good. Um, all right, word. Uh, so I'm like, I'm from Norway, but I live in Denver, but I'm best friend from New York. Whenever I want to annoy him, I say he's from New Jersey. Why does that annoy him? Ooh, this is a touchy one for us. What was the question? So he he has a friend from New York, and he will taunt his friend by saying you're from New Jersey, and the friend oh. gets really mad, and he's not sure why. Yeah, because he's an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> Get a new friend, Chris. <laughs> this one is a little or touchy. Whatever. I will say he is he is perceiving it as if you are calling him trash. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's what he hears in his okay. mind. And we've as people from okay. New Jersey, and I think we've said this like on the podcast itself, is uh we just dealt with that a lot with people from not New Jersey, just uh assuming Jersey is trash. And I'd love, I'd love to take you on a tour. Yeah, because <laughs> the reality of New Jersey, of New York, is most people you're talking to from New York aren't from New York. Not at all. Okay, right. But the people from New Jersey, we actually bred heroes. We bred, <laughs> we bred <laughs> heroes. <laughs> you know, like we have people who've come from there. You go to New York after you've established it, right? But we have raised you, Thomas Edison. Damn right. I mean, starts his own. The Thomas list goes Edison. on and on. <laughs> Now, Anthony, you said you'd love to be, take people on a tour of New Jersey. I'd love to. What would some of the bullet point stops be on <laughs> I, your tour? I would go to Rutz Hut. Oh, I think yeah. first stop uh, would be Rutz Hut for hot dogs. That's your first stop. My first stop for Rutz Hut. last greasy, falling pants. apart hot dog joint <laughs> along a highway. Yeah. I think it says so much about uh, New does. Jersey. Beautiful, wonderful it, place. Yes, is that it, it is greasy, uh, you know, hot dogs, but at the same time, they're delicious. so delicious. So I think that is a perfect metaphor for Jersey in itself. Um, and then after Rutsat, I would go, honestly, I would go to Manasquan. I would go down the shore. Ooh. It's a quaint little beach town. And I think the Jersey Shore has gotten such a horrible rap. Much maligned. Yes. Yeah. So I think this really shows 90% of the Jersey Shore is beautiful. Yes. It's just, we all know the two towns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seaside. Seaside and Wildwood. Yeah. Yeah. Seaside and Wildwood yeah. are what you know from Sleaside. the MTV shows. Seaside <laughs> Heights, where all of us got our first hand job after the junior prom. I got Seaside. a hand job in Seaside by a girl in a kid dynamite shirt. <laughs> really? I <laughs> I love the that. Yeah. The first time I was ever naked in the same room as a naked girl was in Seaside Heights after my senior prom. And then our friends who were splitting the room with came back and they <laughs> ruined it. Of course. Uh, ruined it. So Rutz Hut, Manasquan. I'll do Rutz Hut, Manasquan. Surf taco. You got to get a surf taco. I will go to surf taco and Manasquan. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, then I'd go to Hunkabunka for tea night. Hunkabunka <laughs> for tea night? In Sayerville. Oh, so I'm so happy. <laughs> there used to be. I don't think it's called that anymore, is it? It can't be. That was called that in the no yeah, It was yeah, a club, was so I think, ago, on Route man. 9 in <laughs> yeah. Sayreville. Yeah. They used to have shows and they'd advertise on local TV and they would always be like, yeah. Hunkabunka. Check out the nerds. Uh, yeah. Is that a weird thing, too? Well, they would advertise on local TV about <laughs> teen night. It's <laughs> a very strange move. <laughs> they would. They would. What a wonderful call. Thank you, Michael from Denver. 
I hope other people are enjoying this because I will tell you guys, this is the most fun I've had in months. <laughs> yeah. Got a few more calls. Are you guys good to hang out a few uh, more? Yeah, okay, Michael from Alabama. We got another Michael. Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, buddy? It's Michael from Alabama again. Good to talk to you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for calling once again, Michael. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm wondering if all the way in Alabama, you have any thoughts, questions, or concerns about New Jersey? Um, yeah, I do have some questions, but first I was going to do my, um, Tony Soprano, uh, impression. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely, yes, man. Yes, yes. Well, so welcomed. <laughs> All right. Uh, ducks, in my pool. I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. And I would say if you could give us some more. <laughs> yeah. My therapist, uh, I want to fuck her and kill her. <laughs> That's probably Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. All right. Your questions, comments, listen, concerns. Listen. Question. Uh, it's, I actually have um, uh, trivia for you. We can just fly through them, and I'll mark your answers, and then it'll oh, tell fun. you how many oh, you, you looked got up right. New Jersey oh. trivia to try to stump us and expose us as frauds? Cool. <laughs> Sure enough. It's a very okay. New sure Jersey enough. thing to do. Yeah, that is a very, very Jersey thing to do. You get it. You get it, Michael. All right. Question one. Which New Jersey town has the largest population of Cubans in one square mile? Uh, it's up near... North uh, Bergen, West oh. New York, Union City, or Gutenberg? It's Union City. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. I'll, sure. Number two. Am I right? He's going to mark New us. Jersey yeah, I gotta mark you all for all of them. There's only ten questions, and then you'll then it'll tell you how many you got right or wrong. Which New Jersey town has the most shopping malls in the U.S.? Hackensack, English Town, Paramus, or New Brunswick? Uh, Paramus is the way to pronounce it. I'm not saying it's a good question. Yeah, a good well, question. English Town has the auction. Yeah, they don't count that as mall. Paramus has a ton of malls, but a bunch of them are closed. What were the other options? Hackensack, English Town. However, you just said that, and then New Brunswick. It's not New Brunswick. Yeah, I'm gonna go I lived in New Brunswick. I would say Paramus only say because Paramus. I don't know English Town as well. But I English say Town, Town. Right. yes. Oh, that the English that's Town right. street racing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go Paramus. Paramus. Also, number three, G- New Jersey is home to the first brewery in the U.S. True or false? Sure. I think false. I, I would have heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Also, just so you know, Jared right. and Harry have reiterated 10 questions is too many. Michael. We're going to do five. That was three. You get two more. Right. You get two more. All right, two more. Uh, Comes his own which, segment. In which, New, in which New Jersey town was the first solid body electric guitar invented? Ramsey, Mawa, Saddle River, or Woodcliffe Lake? Oh, go through, go through the uh, options again. That's a good question. Ramsey, Mawa, Saddle River, or Woodcliff Lake. I want to say Mawa or Woodcliff Rake Rake Lake, but I don't know. Well, I, do I, I missed the entire question. Where was the first solid-bodied electric guitar invented? Oh, okay. Uh, sol- where is it? Woodcliff Lake, Mawa, uh, Saddle River, Saddle River. Maybe Saddle River. What was the fourth one? Ramsey. It's not Mawa. <laughs> it's definitely not Mawa. Because that's the mountains back then. Saddle River is You'd a super affluent town. I could see that. Woodcliffe Lake's a weird one, because th- why would you put that as an option? That's why. I, unless it was yeah, there, because okay. that's a very small town. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I'm going to... Let's go Woodcliffe Lake. Yeah, well, let's commit to Woodcliffe Lake. I like that we've all been in agreement Woodcliffe so far. Lake. Okay, I'm going to submit the answers and uh, just tell you the ones that you got oh, you uh, right or wrong. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> submit the answers. All right. Yeah, Union City was true for yeah. number one. Uh, Paramus was also true. Nailed it. And then the, the uh, guitar one, uh, I'm scrolling, and it was false. Uh, it's actually Mawa, which you guys said. Wow. Oh, I dismissed Wa- Mawa, so out of hand. That's huh. my bad. I led us astray. Michael, fantastic call. Thank you so much. We got Thank you, man. Two All more- right. Two more on the line. Let's go to Shelby in Detroit. Your questions, comments, concerns about New Jersey. Hi, Shelby. Good to talk to you. What up, Shelby? (laughs) Better to talk to y'all. So, I mean, I I had a question, but now after listening to your previous callers, I have another question that's not necessarily about New Jersey, but what kind of like pinkies up tea drinking region of the United States pronounces it kitten? I think... Kitten, like doesn't, kitten. Ev- doesn't oh. everyone say kitten? Do they? Kitten. I think a lot of people. I feel like that's New like, England says like kitten. kitten. That's not American English. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. You're New Jersey. Yeah, you're so we're all on board no, here. All right, Shelby, it. you fucking destroyed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's not my intention. Um, so, um, I I, I hear that dr- I've heard that drivers in New Jersey are particularly aggressive. Um, but you were recently in Detroit. I feel like we hold the trophy for aggressive drivers in Michigan. So I was just wondering what's up with that. I'm going to go ahead and say that this idea that New Jersey drivers are bad is one of the most infuriating <laughs> ones because I just don't think it's true. I didn't say bad. I said aggressive. No, no, no. You right. said aggressive, but aggressive most people, <laughs> we grow up hearing that we're terrible drivers, but I've been to so many areas of the world that are yeah. way worse than New Jersey. New York City. I have a theory about New York City. <laughs> New York City has terrible drivers because everywhere in the city, like people are going crazy. I believe because the two people who are driving are a New York City people who were live here and just got mm. their license, and the only yeah. fun they get to have is to get on the West Side Highway and go crazy. Or b they're from New Jersey and they are partying in New York and right. they're probably drunk. Right, mm. but There's a lot of that. Yeah, they're way worse than Jersey drivers. Yeah, no, I think it's totally are- true. I was just in Detroit and the drivers were problematic. It was tough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shelby, did you come to either of my shows in Detroit? uh, Is the construction barrel. I did. I did. Um, Nice. Thanks. I was the tall, fat, awkward gal who told you that you are my mom, my Joey Mac, my Justin Timberlake. (laughs) That's so nice of you. I'm very happy to be your Justin Timberlake. What do you think it is? What, What is it that makes the drivers in Detroit so bad? You know, I think that uh, Michigan and Jersey are probably kindred spirits. I think so. They both have dying cities and a lot of suburbs. <laughs> and a lot of pride. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not so, much hope. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, lots of gray. Um, our state flower is the construction barrel. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I think uh, Detroit, you know, in particular is a place similar. I mean, Detroit just being a city, but similar to New Jersey. And then it's like a, mm-hmm. a very overused uh, joke for a lot yes, of people. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Definitely. I think I actually find driving in Jersey really pleasant because I feel like people will do dumb stuff. But I feel like there is an unofficial policy, which is like, if you're going to do something stupid, do it quick. Like, get it over with quick. <laughs> right, just right, get yeah. it done. Like, if you're going to yeah. cut me off at 90 miles an hour, like – do it right now. Like, yeah. don't sit and hesitate about right. it. Like, yeah, do yeah. your dumb shit fast so we can all move on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I think it actually makes things that. safe. I think yeah. it actually makes things safe. Shelby, thank you for the call. We got one more. Fascinated to yeah, see how this you, is going to go. 
at the end of the show, we got James from Manhattan. Oh, okay. There's a lot of pressure to be the last call on the show. (laughs) Our guard is up. Are you from Manhattan, like born and raised? No, I mean, I'm from Staten Island, Woo! but, uh, oh, okay. so you get it. Yeah, yeah. You get it. Staten Island, which oh, is. Oh, I get it. I get it more than you would ever imagine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. So I got, I got two quick questions, but yeah. I don't know if either were asked yet. Okay. Okay. So the first one, what's your grease truck sandwich? Amazing question. Mm, the question. grease trucks are a Rutgers university staple where you can get what can only be called completely disgusting sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Stuff full of crap. The first time I ever ate one, I got food poisoning, and I think it was the closest I've ever come to dying. <laughs> um, I, I, I stopped eating meat a few years ago, but the one I grew up and, and I went to Rutgers was called the Fat Bitch. They forced them to change the name to the Fat Beach eventually for very obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. If I remember right, that one was a cheesesteak, chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, and fries on the same sandwich. Yeah. Yep, that was the one I would get. Yep, yeah. same. There were a bunch of them. The fat cat is the most famous one, which I think is two cheeseburgers now, now, and fries. Yeah. Go for it, James. There's also a rumor that if you were able to eat five sandwiches, you got to name a yes, sandwich. that was, was true. Was that true? It was true. You could come up with the ingredients of a sandwich, and the trucks would cook five of them. And if you could eat five of that sandwich, they would start selling them with your chosen name. Wow. So you'd go down there sometime. So you're willing to die. Yes. <laughs> you're willing it, to right. die for yes. a sandwich. If you're willing to eat yourself to death, you can have a sandwich called the Fat James we from go Manhattan. Do it. I could do it. You couldn't do it. What are you talking about? I could do it. No, you could Why not do you do want it, to do this? You're in our yeah. at our age. There's, yeah, there's no. Why did that immediately become a thing? There's that no was very Jersey prove. again. Yeah, I could do it. I got something to prove. No, man, you'd be dead. There's yeah. no way. Right? Yeah, Just the sentence. Not. I could do it. Yeah, is do it. way too Jersey. I also think it's so funny that you would Wait, do that. Wait, that was Justin. No, that was Greg uh, Stone. Justin Justin's not it? here today. No, Justin could never. Oh, Justin no. couldn't finish okay. one grease truck sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I was like shocked. Okay. No, yeah. I love that you would eat those five and then leave the legacy of like, you're, I mean, you're dying after those five. And they're yeah. like, what do you want to call it? Like, we'll call it the fat bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> Forever. Really, yeah. the only name is the fat diarrhea because yeah. that's what's happening. James, I'm going to ask you something that you might be touchy about. And I'm not trying to cause divisiveness here. I've always sort of felt like a lot of the stereotypes about New Jersey are actually true about Staten Island more than New Jersey. Oh, they are though. They, I mean, that's not a that's not a, a controversial opinion. It's, Good. it's just okay. the truth. I, yeah, I mean, we God, growing up in Staten Island was just the worst. As <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> like the Jersey Shore style like, Guidos. Yeah. Staten Island is the capital. Dude, look at yeah, Sal Volcano. And and I grew Tracy up. Jose. I mean, I grew up in the like punk scene. Well, so <laughs> yeah. speaking of speaking of Sal Volcano, Sal Volcano used to own a bar called uh-huh. the Muddy Cup. Yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. and, uh, oh, yeah. He used to have he used to have punk shows at the Muddy Cup. Uh huh. And. We caused a riot during one of the punk shows at the Muddy Cup. There was a band called the Lucky Fucks, and they to- literally tore the place down to a point where, like, some like real crust punks were swinging mic stands at cops. And uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty pretty wild. He had I, I feel like this was such a bad idea. He had couches right next to the stage, mm-hmm. so you'd be circle pitting, and you would just jump off the couch and, and pretty much stage dive onto whoever was on the couch. Why would you sit on a couch during a punk show? 
I love this. I love directly next oh, to I the like stage. Comfort. I love the <laughs> idea of punk kids swinging mic stands at cops and Sal having to be the one to <laughs> yeah, answer for yeah, it. Yeah. Of all people on yeah. earth. Nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Now, James, another thing that Staten Islanders share with uh, New Jerseyans is a real affinity during your high school years to sneak into abandoned buildings. Oh, Would you yeah. agree with this? Yeah. Whoa, that's, so, yeah, that's yeah. such a weird thing. So uh, there used to be this place, so there's a neighborhood uh, in Staten Island called Great Kills, and Great Kills had uh, this notorious squat, and it was this huge seven-story mansion, which is now knocked down and turned into apartment buildings. But my ex-girlfriend and her friends used to go there to drink when we were like 15 years old. But that was not the only place. It was just anything we could find. That's where they would go drinking at least twice a week. That's me. I also know that right next to Wagner College, I drove out there and broke into... Cropsy. No, there was... The, uh, the hospital. Cropsy's yeah. messed up. I'm talking about the monastery, though. Do you remember the, the monastery? No, see, I know about Seaview Hospital. Seaview Hospital at, I've been uh, in, and there's the farm colony yeah. next to Seaview, but also there was an abandoned fucking monastery. Wow. It was terrifying. Crazy, yeah. Dude, we had an abandoned... Well, on... It was, hang on a second, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing it on this call, James, but Greg, Greg would like to speak to you. Uh, sorry. That's so funny, man. No, oh, no, we used to have this, like, it was like a Westinghouse, this old light bulb factory. My grandfather worked at Westinghouse. Really? Yep. Dude, you should ask. We, uh, we used to break in there, and then, like, years later, they had to stop the destruction of it because they found this white powder, and it turns out that's where they made parts of the nuclear bomb, Ooh. and, like, it was super secret, and everyone was Ooh. like, oh, like... We didn't tell anyone in the town that this was happening, and it was like hard. I was like, "Oh, yeah, we would just hang out there and fucking, you know, <laughs> throw rollerblade in the basement." <laughs> Did yeah. you guys ever go break into the uh, abandoned mental hospital in Verona? No, that was Verona. fucked up. Oh wow, yeah, it was real scary. Yeah. You'd go up there That's and be like, much, "Oh yeah," man. you'd have friends in high school be like, "Oh yeah, we went in the underground tunnels and had to fight some neo Nazis." <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, it was what? just like wow. constant stories like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember even just going on Clinton Road, and there was nothing. Oh, but still, yeah. I was like, "This oh, is enough for me, man." The best, yeah. yeah. Clinton Road, the best. <laughs> wow, scariest road in the world, man. <laughs> yeah, that man. road is legit as scary as they say. Yeah, James, thank you for the call. Thank you everybody for the calls. This was so fun. I thank you guys for having this conversation. Of course, man. Greg Stone, Anthony DeVito, I want everybody to watch your uh, your your movie unfold before their eyes <laughs> oh, in yeah. what I'm sure will be an Oscar-winning, <laughs> I think, cinematography in particular. Anything else you guys would like to plug on our way out the door? Oh, our podcast. Yeah. Anthony and I do a podcast called The Rad Dude Cast. It's just like a funny podcast. Good old funny <laughs> podcast. And uh, chrisgeth.com for me. I'm not actually not going out on the road, so don't even worry about it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Oh, that was so fun. That was great, man. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some little cupcakes and I tried to grab one, but Jonathan Van Ness told me I couldn't have one. He said, that's not for you, sweetie. Shish. He said shish? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, what's that? Sorry, guys. What, what do you think was in those cupcakes, Maya? And what, is, what does shish mean is really my question. Wow, we have two different questions. Well, Justin, we really pulled it off this time. We really pulled off a whole thing of PPT. I can't believe that we did this. Well, I can't believe that we did this. It's awesome. 
Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. I think that what makes us different than most people who got into podcasting is our ability to be ourselves online. Wait a second. No. Bradley, no. What happened, Maya? What's going on? Oh, Bradley got into the chocolate fountain, into Conan's chocolate fountain. And you won't like him when he's eating chocolate. Hey, everybody, it's me. I transformed into Doc Bradley. And I got a bit of an attitude problem. When he eats chocolate, he transforms into something he calls Dark Bradley. And yo, 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 I'm Bradley S. I love to rap and make a mess. My toot is crude, it'll cause you alarma. My full damn name is Bradley Sharma. I took my wife's name. Every time he eats chocolate, he, he says, I'm Dark Bradley, and then he starts to do... I mean, the raps are... It's not that they're bad or good, they're, they're misplaced. Yeah. Aw, yeah! Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.